Due to licensing restrictions, the music featured on this show will not be on the podcast. Welcome to RFUA Swell Radio. Get ready to join members of the San Diego-based musical group SLED for a journey celebrating rock and roll music both past, present, and future. This is RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer San Diego. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Swell Radio, RFUA. It's a very balmy and humid Saturday evening here in San Diego, California. It's August 19th, 2023. Speaking of uh, balmy and got going on, we got a really terrific musical group. In theory, our friend Mike Mostart, guitarist and songwriter, is going to join us. The Swell Aussie Music Minute, the sled track of the week. Uh... Before we get to all that, though, my name's Peter DeLuke. And that means I must be Swell Ozzy. Carrie and my brother Dino are en route from upstate New York to San Diego to tell you that our upcoming album, Staring Into Screens, has been completed. Well, we have to master. We're mixing the final tracks of Brian Wheat from Tesla. We're going to get to all a little bit of that later on. But before that, <clears throat> we just got to go to commercial break. Grab some JMO. Get that cake tap, put the TV on mute. AM 1170, FM 96.1 on the answer. KCBQ San Diego, Swell Radio, RFUA. We'll be right back. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on the answer, San Diego. When hunger strikes, hit Mary's Donuts and Deli, 10101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. You don't want to forget about eating the wonderful sandwiches at Mary's Donuts and Deli. The Union Tributes Deli of the Year Award and Bakery of the Year Award. That's Mary's Donuts, 101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. Tell them Sled sent you. Rock on. Heat, Dino, Gary, Swell Ozzy, and Co. Rock your Saturday nights in what we like to call organized chaos. It's Swell Radio RFUA. For all your legal needs, Arena Law Group, 2732 Fifth Avenue, San Diego, California, 92103. All aspects of criminal law from DUI, domestic violence, drug charges, homicide, and even all your civil litigation needs. Albert Arena, over 35 years of trial experience in San Diego County. Arena Law Group, 619-231-3100. Again, 619-231-3100. Albert Arena, he won't let you down. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Days Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brian Tishy from Silverthorne, and you're listening to Swell Radio RFUA with my friends from SLED in San Diego on KCBQ. We missed you. We're back. Swell Radio RFUA. Oh, welcome back, everybody. As I said before, it's a balmy evening here in Southern California. We're going to get to the first track of In Theory and... Uh, I listen to all these songs. They're all great. This is uh, the newest EP, which has just been released. Hit it, Todd. Get me higher. Oh, man. That's get me higher. That's in through. We got Mr. Mike Mostar, guitar, guitarist and songwriter. Man, welcome aboard, Mike, man. That's just a powerful song. Let's talk about. Uh, yeah, welcome. Welcome to our show, man. This is really cool. 
Let's get right down to the nitty-gritty, man. Let's talk about this band in theory, because it's a very powerful musical group. It's a pleasure to have you guys. And, you know, everybody seems to everybody seems to sound like everybody else, but when I listen to In Theory, though, I say to myself, man, these guys are really cool. So let's talk about the band and, and how it came about. Well, the, the, the band is... Uh Tony Cavino is the singer, and I'm the guitarist and uh, producer of the band. And, um, it, you know, basically, you know, we, we write in the studio first, and then we build, We in a way, we call it reverse engineering, and, and from uh, whatever we create in the studio, put a band around it, almost like how Steely Dan would do it back in the days. Right. And, um, and that's how we do it. You know, and Tony and I just, you know, we, we write all the stuff, and I'm the guy who's doing... The too many hours in the studio and, <laughs> and getting everything correct, and 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 also you know mixing and matching you know different players for um, for the record. You know, there's certain textures and nuances I wanted per song. Um, so like the song, like the track you just played, it's got Vinny Papacy from you know Black Sabbath Dio's the drummer on that. Oh, Vinny's playing on that. Yeah, we play with Last in Line sometimes, man. We know Vinny, sure. Vinny's the man. Carmine's yeah. a friend, too. With Carmine on the show. Uh, Carmine and Vinny are from New York. That's where Dino, my brother, who unfortunately isn't here. He's on his way home from mixing RCD. Uh, and Swell Ozzy was on the line. We all grew up in New York together. So, you know, it, it, we got New York ties with those guys. Great stuff, man. And I'm, and I, a new, I'm originally a New Yorker and uh, uh, a New Yorker as well. Oh, Tony, I figured, where'd you, where are you from? Yeah, Tony's from New York. Uh, I, I originally grew up in New York, then I was an L.A. guy for 20 years. In the last um, six years, five years, I've been a Muscle Shoals guy. Oh, man, a guy from New York to Alabama talking about a culture shock. Where in New York did you grow up? <laughs> I grew up in uh, Brentwood, Long Island. Oh, I know Brentwood. Yeah, sure. That's uh, that's cool. Yeah, I, 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 from, yeah, and then from Brentwood, then I lived in Manhattan for almost seven, eight years or so, something like that. Cool. I lived on the I lived on the Upper West Side as a kid. We lived in the Bronx, the Upper West Side, and then we relocated to Westchester County. That's where we went to high school. That's where we met my buddy Swazi. And by the way, speaking of Swazi, he's got a question for you. Take it away, Oz. Absolutely, Mike. Very cool. Very cool stuff. I listened to your EP yesterday. You mentioned one of the members already, but tell our listeners about the other band members that you've been working with. Maybe some other bands they've played in, what instruments they play, that sort of thing. Yeah, so so the band is, is Tony and I, and then say for this particular track, uh, we have Vinny Apathy, um from obviously Dio, Last in Line, and so forth. Um, our background singer on every song is uh, her name is Lanisha Latimer, and she's been the background singer for Stevie Wonder for about fifteen years. And um, so, add her magic to it. There's a little bit of gospel on it. Um, the keyboardist is, is Clayton Ivy, and if you follow the Swampers or the Fame Gang out of Muscle Shoals, um, you know the guy's legendary. I think he sold 400 million records and so, and um, he's the guy that helped you know create Aretha's sound and Wilson Pickett and all those guys up until the biggest country guys. And um, so it's cool to have him on the track. And then um, the bass player on on these on the, the entire record was this unknown kid. And so essentially, when I write, I go to the studio, I take a drum loop, and I'm writing. And um, I was telling this kid, who was the assistant engineer, because my main guy couldn't make it, I said, I need some bass on this. And I was ready to, to play this, you know, like a scratch bass. And he goes, oh, Mike, he goes, I play a little bass. Well, it turns out he plays like a whole lot of bass. Yeah, he's, he's really and, good, man, um, for a dude that, that, that's just hanging yeah, around the studio, yeah. 
and, and he's got that uh, John Paul Jones meets like, like DeLeo from Stone Temple Pilots feel. Ah, beautiful uh, influence. And and, and, the, and the cool thing for us too. I mean, we're we're big rival Suns fans. And oh yeah, those guys were awesome. That kid was the. Um, the assistant engineer on the last two Rival Sons records, and oh. the one that won Best Rock Album, he's wow. the assistant engineer on that as well. So we got a lot of insight, you know, because we get a lot of comparisons to what we do to, to them as well. So it's kind of it's kind of fun to have him on, on board. And then, um, you know, so that's pretty much like the core lineup, studio wise, for what you heard on the on the. I'm sure if you heard the entire first. Uh, do I call it EP? I think there's like seven. Well, I not only do I listen to it, I listen, I put the songs. I put the songs in a certain sequence, right, man? Because you know we're all professional live musicians, and I'm one of the guys that makes the set list. So when I get tracks from our artists, I try and put them in, in a way where you know there may be the way we would present them live. But maybe that's how I would do it if I was in the band. And and speaking of which, we're going to get to the next track. And this is another really funky, really grooving type tune. This is the River Song in theory. Hit it, Todd. Man, that is a friggin' musical masterpiece. That's the River Song by Ann Theory. And I'm going to say we're back with Mike Mostart. You know, Clayton Ellerby, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, in, a, in a, a hard rock scene where keyboards are sort of like a very secondary type instrument, this cat brings right. it like, I, I, listen, man, I, Greg, Greg Allman was m- one of my biggest influences, if not the biggest. Taz DiGregorio, who played with Charlie Daniels. I mean, there were a lot of influences me as a keyboardist. And I play the style of music, not really in sled, but, man, he's making that tune, brother. Talk about it. I mean, just talk about how you guys created it. So what a master. I love this song, man. Yeah, this was actually the uh, very first song we wrote for the record. Wow. And, um, and, you know, I have a funny story with Clayton because I didn't know who he was prior. Um, but I just, I feel like, you know, when you're putting a song together as a producer, I feel like you're a chef, you're looking for the right ingredients. And, and I I was like, you know what? I need like a Southern type of feel on this song, like Southern, whatever, you know? And, uh, so I had a choice of a young whiz kid or Clayton and I had no idea who Clayton was, but I go, Clayton Ivy sounds Southern to me. I mean, that was it. I'm Man, not, every no every lick, every fill he puts in where it's almost a do's and don'ts in rock and roll, where you might say, right. what's this guy doing? But you know what, man? being a keyboardist, I've been playing for 40 years. Man, it's so tastefully done. He puts the fast and yeah. slow vibrato on at the perfect time. He's got the overdriven part. He's got the closed Hammond. I know he's playing a Hammond. There's no way he's not. Man, that's a P3. Oh, that, yeah, he, it's, <laughs> all I have to, it's an old original Hammond P3. Oh, that, my that, goodness. That, yeah. Fire. Yeah, no, he. This uh, is this is one bad dude, and I'll tell you right now, he ain't nobody to mess with when playing keyboard. Man, I, just, I love what he's doing, man. I just, but the, you know, and then of course Renisha, what she's doing in the background. So you guys got kind of a gospel, hard rock, heavy alternative sound, man. And you put the wah wah. I remember in the first beginning on the first guitar pad. I love how you're shifting gears with the music. Talk about that. Is that you producing too as well? Yeah, I, I, I'm the producer and. Maybe we'll call it the visionary of the bass. <laughs> Man, it's be- it's be- so um, are you are you and are you and Tony? Are you guys are you writing together? Is that what's kind of, you're writing most of the music? Yeah, He's doing the lyrics, or you guys are inter, inter, inter exchanging or? Yeah, it's it's always really a full collaboration. But usually, I come up with uh, the riffs first, and then I send uh, the basic riffs off to Tony. Maybe Tony's up in New York, and then we just start going back and forth. And um, sometimes through Zoom, sometimes through FaceTime, sometimes just. Um, you know, he's just sending me a track, and we just start dissecting the tracks um, before I go back in. And um, once we finalize that, then we, you know we we take the tracks and bring it into the studio. But 
Tim and I, this, you know, we definitely collaborate before going back into, you know, to adding his vocals to uh, to the uh, actual songs. I hear the Robert Plant and David Coverdale influence all over Tony, man. The phrasing, and you can tell these are cats that he probably listened to coming up in, in the ranks as, as being a great singer. What about Mike Mostart, though? Who are you influenced by, man? Oh, my God. Um you know, I have to say, my, my, I don't know if it comes through, but, you know, my, my favorite guy is, is I'm, a, I'm a Jeff Beck guy. Oh. Know, so, um, he's, he's my guy, but, um, but uh, you know, I had to give, like, such a vague, generalized answer, but I just love anything that's done well and there's passion in it. I, like, I don't care if it's a punk thing. I don't care right. if it's metal or jazz. If it's just something that... There's an emotion and passion behind it. I dig it. And that live and album with Jan Hammer and Jeff Beck when I was like 14 completely sold me, man. Jan Hammer was like all the freeway jam and and, and blue and you know blue wind and man, I like you, man. I was just so taken back, man, by that stuff. And when I heard what Jan Hammer was doing, I didn't hear him doing Miami Vice, but you get to really hear Jan Hammer I mean, just cut ripping it to pieces. I said, this oh, guy's yeah, making was, a synthesizer. Yeah, yeah, this guy's making a synthesizer sound like a, like a guitar. What is he doing? And then later on, I got more to keyboards and and i realized what he was doing and, and man you know man that album i i love jeff beck too man i mean it, it's sad that he's gone i have a really even sadder story while we were on the verge of meeting we're going to get back to it because we got to go to a commercial break but more with mike mostart in theory we got swazi coming your way the sled track of the week the swazi music minute all this on am 1170 fm 96.1 on the answer kcbq san diego swell radio rfua We'll be right back. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer, San Diego. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Listen to Swell Radio RFUA anywhere. Download the Answer San Diego app on your phone or listen online on theanswersandiego.com. Easy call management, advanced business features, Vox Direct. They have a toll-free phone number. They also have virtual receptionist, easy call management, advanced business features, and there's no monthly contract, so you can try it out and see if you like it. And, of course, they also have... Phone conferencing. So when you need to get everybody together on the phone line to figure out how you're still going to go with your business plans, they can do that. And for right now, you can do the first month absolutely free. It's their gift to you. Call them right now to ask them how they can help you and your business out. 1-800-353-5695. That's 1-800-353-5695. Vox Direct. That's right, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. 9635 Mission Gorge Road. Long-running eatery and sports bar. Serving American comfort food in a casual diner-like atmosphere. Jimmy's Famous Restaurant and Sports Bar. 619-448-8994. That's 619-448-8994. Remember, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. Hey, this is Phil Shaw. You listen to Swell Radio RFUA with Sled Day True. 
Well, at least paying our bills is out of the way. Let's rock. Swell Radio RFUA. Hope you got a cold one in your hand and a shot of jam on your other hand. Get back to Swell Radio RFUA. Here's another really, really cool track. I believe this is the title track to the new EP by In Theory. It's called Stain on My Soul. Hit it, Todd. I love the production, man. I love the live fade on this as you're fading out on Stain on My Soul. In Theory, back with Mike Mostart. I do a little producing too, Mike, man. I like all your little tricks. And here's the thing, man. When you're a producer, you got to have a lot of magic tricks if you want the music to really stand out and be definitive. Talk about that track. Stand on my soul, man. It's beautiful stuff. I appreciate it, and, and I, I'm, I appreciate that you actually uh, are picking up on the little tricks. Because there's, I'm hearing every move you make, brother. I hear every move you make, man, and I love what you're doing. It's really, really, really good stuff. <laughs> um, it, it's like I said, it's great that it's not going on um, deaf ears, so to speak. That you're, you're picking up on that stuff because you know, you know, as yourself, as a producer yourself, you hope people are picking up on these little things that. For, for me, that makes such a big difference, but a lot of people, it just goes by really quick. But um, but this song was a little bit different than the other one. So on this lineup is, um, is you know, with our live drummer, our main live drummer is, you know, Brian Keeling on this one. He's the drummer for Pink, and um, I think, you know, he's doing Shooter Jennings. But um, He kills it, man. He's a great, great drummer, man. And, oh he, my God. He's gonna, and this one, I actually, I pulled Clayton back a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I hear exactly what he's doing in there. And you know what, man? See, keyboards are kind of like when you got a coloring book, right, man? Your keyboards a lot of times are adding the color to your diagram. That's what a keyboard player does, you know. And and if you really right. want to be, I mean, so Rick Wakeman was a huge influence. I mean, while he was sure, but if you listen to what Rick would do, man, how he would add in really cool parts, like you know, "Heart of the Sunrise" is my favorite Yes song. You, you listen to stuff like that, and you see how much he adds to to music like that, man. A song like that, and, and that's. The other beautiful thing about Clayton Ellerby, man, he knows when to lay dead. And when you're a keyboard player, sometimes doing that is doing the most you can for the song. I'm sure you agree with me, right? Absolutely. You know, and that was a little bit, um, a little bit more of my direction on that one because he he did want to come in and I called you know do his Clayton stuff. And uh, I go, Clayton, it's going to be the easiest session you ever did. <laughs> and, and you know what, man? <laughs> for him, <laughs> probably. And, um, Oh man, that's cool. Yeah. Hey, but, you know what? I, I want to ask you. We didn't get the name of, your, of the kid bass player because I'll tell you, he's really and on this track. He's really standing out. What is his name again? Well, you know what's so funny that you mentioned that the bass player on this track is me. <laughs> I love what you're doing, brother. <laughs> Beautiful stuff, man. Really nice. And because um, usually, you know, I'll, I'll lay down a scratch bass, and then sure enough, it was that kid was um, the assistant engineer on this one. He goes, Mike, like. No, like, there's nothing that has to be changed. Like, this is cool. Like, this, you know, he, the fact that the bass player was like, yeah, okay, like, no, it's, I wouldn't change a thing on the bass. No, dude. Oh my God, the baseline on this from a musician standpoint, because we, you know, we hear everything, man. As musicians, we don't miss a trick. Guys like with been doing this for you, you hear all the elements. You're what all the instruments are doing. The bass, in a lot of ways, just makes this song, man. What you're doing with it, really cool, man. Yeah, and, and I think. Part of it is the bass. And what I did is, as a producer, you would get this. So that main riff is pan hard right. That that chugger yeah. is pan hard left. And the bass player and the you know the bass part, I should say, and the guitar 
is just locked in doing that part. I love it. I hear the wah-wah. I hear the wah-wah in the back. And I got, you got the flange on, the wah-wah behind the guitar in the background. It's really cool. Uh-huh. And you're laying the, the lick with the flanging wah-wah. Very, very cool. Speaking of which, man, I, I, all these songs are fantastic. I don't know. I think Heroes was my favorite out of the four. Why? I don't know. I love them all. And we're going to get to that track right now. Listen closely, ladies and gentlemen. In theory, this is Heroes. Class is in session. Hit it, Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, I just have one question for you. Who are your heroes? That's Heroes by In Theory back with Mike Mostar. Mike, man, you know what? You're you're producing, you're a songwriter, and writing the big chorus and any song, the big hook, man, is what it's all about. And I, I write a lot too, man. And this is why I think I like this one the best. Not to say none of your songs. They're all fantastic. But that chorus in Heroes, that's it's nuts, man. That's so that if 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 radio was what it once was, man, I'd be hearing this song in airplay five times a day because of that chorus. Talk about the song. That song is, I, I call it the, uh, the accident song. <laughs> um, we, we were doing a, um, an acoustic ballad on, on a 12 string. Mm. And, I wanted to ask um, you, are you playing a Martin? Are you playing a Martin right on that, that 12 string? Is that a Martin? Yes. I knew it. How did I know? How did I know? I'm not even a guitar player, right? <laughs> I love it, bro. I knew it was a Martin. The minute I heard it, I go, that's a Martin. Definitely a Martin. Of course it is. <laughs> and, um, and it's funny. It was actually the studio's Martin 12 string. Oh, man. <laughs> And it's actually strung up backwards the way they did it, you know, where they have the low, where the low string should be where the high string is, and vice versa. Oh wow! And you know, okay, and, and the, in the bridge, song. man, you got you you put a flange across the whole wash with the Martin and the background vocal, and the, that sounds so. That's another nifty little trick, man. I love what you do, man. You're right. you're, you're a fantastic right. producer, we're, we're, man. We're borrowing a little bit from the uh, the, Zepp, the yeah. Zeppelin boys. <laughs> I, I hear, I know what you're doing. I hear, I love what's going on there, man. Beautiful songwriting. But, but the other, but the other unique thing with this song, which I think is, you know, I had to figure out how to do it live. There's actually three different tunings on that song. So there's an open G tuning, a drop D tuning, and a regular E tuning, on, depending on the part. I knew the heavy guitar had to be drop D, because you're going for that heavy sound, man. I, I know. I love how you're doing that. How do you pull that off live? <laughs> just out of curiosity. I, I, I compromised, and I just put everything to a drop D. There you go. And I had to reconfigure how to do the, you know, the, the voicings. Oh, man. But, uh, because on the verse, it's when you hear the twelve string and, and all those riffs, that's open G tuning on the verses. Sometimes, man, when you, you, you get so caught up in production and arranging and songwriting in the studio, you create a masterpiece, and then you look at yourself, and go, "How the f are we going to pull this well, this crap off live?" <laughs> right. that, you know what I mean? Well, that, that's the problem that Tony and I so are having. True, we're like, man. "How are we going to do this live? We created this monster. Yeah, man. Uh, well, so, be, I try and explain to people: we're like artists, man. We have an easel, we have a br- set of brushes, we have different colors, we have figures. When you write, man, it's like you know somebody's like because I write a lot of our stuff. And Pete, how do you how do you I go, you know, sometimes I can write a song in five minutes, and sometimes it'll take me five years. And, and man, it, it, it's a di- every song is a different animal, is what I always say. It's just, it just, and with you guys, it's so diverse. The song is great. We got a lot of stuff coming your way. We got the Swazi Music Minute coming up. We're going to do the Sled Track of the Week. More with Mike Mostart from In Theory. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. AM 1170, FM 961. On the answer, KCBQ San Diego. RFUA. We'll be right back. There's more RFUA Swell Radio on The Answer San Diego. When hunger strikes, hit Mary's Donuts and Deli, 10101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. You don't want to forget about eating the wonderful sandwiches at Mary's 
Donuts and Deli, the Union Tributes Deli of the Year Award, and Bakery of the Year Award. That's Mary's Donuts, 101 Main Avenue, Lakeside, California. Tell them Sled sent you. Rock on. Rock stars, check. Amazing artists, check. A whole lot of rock, check. You are listening to Swell Radio RFUA on The Answer San Diego. For all your tattoo and piercing needs, make sure you check out Last Day's Tattoo, 4919 Newport Avenue, San Diego, California, 92107. That's Ocean Beach, California. Call John or any of his wonderful artists. Piercing, tattoo, anything, 619-546-5150. That's 619-546-5150. Last Day's Tattoo. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Day's Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. Hey everybody, this is David Ellison from Megadeth and the Ellison Solo Band, and we are hanging here with Swell Radio, RFUA, my friends from SLED, where we are discovering the undiscovered. Keep it loud, keep it rock. Back to the rock on 96.1 FM and 1170 KCBQ, it's Swell Radio, RFUA. Welcome back. Another friggin' amazing night here in San Diego. Really humid and crazy weather here. It's the highlight of the show. You know it. I know it. We know it. It's the Swell Aussie Music Minute. Take it away, Oz. Welcome to the Swell Aussie Music Minute. Straight ahead, it's the Who. 1960, Roger Daltrey starts a band called Tour. Soon they become the high numbers before finally settling on the name The Who. The band signs a record deal with Fontana Records. It was Roger Daltrey, Pete Townsend, Simon Sundam, and John Entwistle. Soon the band shared a bill with a band called the Beachcombers. They meet their drummer called Keith Moon, and he replaces Sandham almost immediately. 1966, they signed with the producer Shell Talmy. Shell had worked with the Kinks at that time. Their first single was I Can't Explain with a young session player named Jimmy Page on guitar. The single went to number one for the band, and soon they released their first album. It was called My Generation. That, too, was produced by Shell Talmy. The following year, they released an album called The Quick One produced by Kit Lambert. Next was the Who Sells Out, with Kit Lambert producing that one as well. 69, it was their first really big album. It was Tommy. Again, Kit Lambert producing this. This featured such huge hits as Pinball Wizard, and we're not going to take it. By 71, their album was called Who's Next? Roger Daltrey for the first time. The band tours the United States with Mott the Hoople as a support act. 74, it's the album Quadrophenia. It's a rock opera of sort. Kit Lambert again back producing. This is accompanied by a hugely successful movie of the same name, the band tours the United States with a band called Alquin, an unknown band from Holland at the time. The Small Faces appeared on several shows on that tour as well. Next up is the album The Story of the Who. It's produced by Roger Daltrey. It featured hits like The Magic Bus and Substitute. The band toured with the sensational Alec Harvey and Little Feet as the support acts on this tour. 78, it was the classic Who Are You? They're now on Polydor Records. Glenn Johns is producing. Rod Argent played keyboards on this album and the tour as well. Joe Cocker and the crazy world of Arthur Brown with the support acts on the U.S. tour. 81 and 82, they released Face Dancings, and it's hard. The first one is produced by Bill Zimzik. The second one is Glenn Johns. He's back with the band again. They tour with In Living Color as The Clash as their support act. 
Next, the album is produced. It's called The Who's Last. It was a live album recorded on the following tour. After breaking up to pursue solo careers, they returned with an album called Endless Wire. It was recorded at Pete Townsend's home studio. The band has been around forever. They are classic rock legends in their own time, along with the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. Who doesn't know about the Who? If there's anybody that knows about rock and roll, they know the Who. And there you have it, the Swell Ozzy Music Minute on Swell Radio, RFUA. Yeah, it's a beautiful roll. job, baby. I love it, man. And it's a little t- little footnote on, on the Who, so... The Kids Are All Right is my favorite Who album. And I'll tell you something. Pete Townsend, a lot of people don't realize, like Jimmy Page is a friggin' amazing producer, arranger. The guy was a genius in the studio. We're going to get to the sled track of the week. And I'm fine, glad to say that staring into screens has been completed. we got to master it. This is Piss Test. That's Piss Test, staring into screens, new sled. Back with Mike Mostar. That's a little bit of us, Mike. I hope you dug that, man. Kind of cool. Is that your band? Yeah, that's us. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. you know that that chorus. I came I came up with that chorus, man. Even the lyrics. It's it's a dude that just can't get his life together, man. Right? And he's going for for jobs. He can't pass the piss test. He can't pass the drug test. You know why? Because <laughs> his life's such a freaking mess. That and, and when I told these guys, like that's pretty cool. I go, yeah, just write about some dude who just can't get his life on track, man. So you know. Listen, we all want to really correlate our music to what really is going on. What is and what isn't, right, man? So, uh, man, I just I wish I had another hour with you, brother, and four more of your tracks because I'll tell you, man, I, I it's you guys are so unique, and the musicianship is absolutely incredible, man. When Jody sent me that stuff, shout out to Jody Glissman. She's the best, man. She said, you got to hear these guys. Pete, you're going to really like them. I said, Jody, I wrote back. I said, I love them, man. This is just good stuff. Any shows coming up? What's, com- what's coming up for you guys? And website information for our listeners? Yeah, they can find out everything. Everything in theory was on www.theoryoriginal.com. You'll see uh, tour dates. You'll see, um, actually, you can hear more tracks on it. There's actually, I think, nine tracks you can listen to. Um, but, you know, the band bio, the EPK, everything is there. In theory wise, you can buy the CD there, shirts, everything, everything is there. And I want then, to make uh, mention you are live in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and uh, man, I was a huge Southern rock fan growing up. Billy Powell was a very big influence on me. Ray Manzo, a lot of different guys, and Skinnerd, man. I mean, I, I, you know, I listen. I was big into Southern rock. The Allman Brothers, Greg, Greg was a huge influence on me. In my mind, Leonard Skinner is the greatest Southern rock and roll band of all time. I mean, they're, maybe they're, maybe they're not, but you know, I don't know what you think about that. They were just, and when they well, put, I always Steve, find it amazing. It's it's so historic, you know that. Literally a mile from my house is where they record, you know, their records. So right, it's, it's yeah. I, I drive by. That. Every single day. Oh, that place is legendary, man. Are you kidding me? That suit. And when they put mm-hmm. Steve Gaines in the band after they got Ed King moved on, man, what a oh, great yeah. move. Yeah, I want to bid all you guys a farewell. Mike, stick around, man. I want to talk to you more off air with that. I love having you guys. In theory, Mike Mostart, AM 1170, FM 90s, and 20 on the answer. KCBQ San Diego, Swell Radio, RFDOA. I'm Peter DeLuke. And that means I was Swell Ozzy. Good night, America. Santa San Diego. Thank you for joining us for RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. Join us next week at this same time as the celebration of rock and roll music both past, present, and future continues. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This has been RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists. On The Answer, San Diego. Easy call management, advanced business features, Vox Direct. 
They have a toll-free phone number. They also have virtual receptionist, easy call management, advanced business features, and there's no monthly contract, so you can try it out and see if you like it. And, of course, they also have phone conferencing. So when you need to get everybody together on the phone line to figure out how you're still going to go with your business plans, they can do that. And for right now, you can do the first month absolutely free. It's their gift to you. Call them right now to ask them how they can help you and your business out. 1-800-353-5695. That's 1-800-353-5695. Vox Direct. That's right, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. 9635 Mission Gorge Road. Long-running eatery and sports bar. Serving American comfort food in a casual diner-like atmosphere. Jimmy's Famous Restaurant and Sports Bar. 619-448-8994. That's 619-448-8994. Remember, Jimmy's Famous Restaurant, Santee, California. Swell Radio would like to thank our sponsors. Vox Direct, Brock Scott Photography, Brenniger Chiropractic, Last Days Tattoo, Mary's Donuts, Lakeside, Ramona Main Stage Theater, Rock and Roll San Diego, Conlin Digital Media, and the Arena Law Group. Without their sponsorship, our show would not be possible. 